0: Welcome to the Wellness and High Performance Podcast with your host, Coach Peter. Wellness is the foundation that unlocks your highest performance both mentally and physically and allows you to enjoy life to its fullest. In each episode, I share bite-sized health, fitness and performance lessons that are going to help you to live your best life. So, put on your shoes, head out of the door and start stepping into your potential. Hello friends, this is Coach Pyrr. I hope that you're having an absolutely amazing day and I hope that you're doing awesome, awesome things in your world and in your life at the moment. Today I want to talk to you about how you can walk yourself to a longer life. And if that sounds too good to be true, then I want to rest assured I have good news for you because I'm not exaggerating. You can walk yourself to a longer life. Walking is such a simple thing it's you know almost too simple to be true almost too simple to be really really good for you but the reality is that walking is exceptionally good for your mind and exceptionally good for your body so why is it good for your mind well you know, when you go for a walk and, you know, you might put on a podcast, you might listen to an audiobook, or sometimes what I like to do is just to go for a walk, even without any external stimulation. And when, you sh- when you're walking, the scenery is changing, you're allowing your mind to replay the events that have happened during the day. And, you know, you might think about things or you might just have some completely new thoughts pop up from... You know, somewhere in your unconscious mind, from your subconscious mind, and that oftentimes doesn't happen if you're always stimulating yourself. If you always, if you're watching TV, if you're listening to something, if you're reading, you're always paying attention to something what someone is saying to you. But you know, just going for a walk and just allowing your mind to just free flow. Sometimes you get these ex- exceptional golden nuggets just pop out from your subconscious mind and you're like wow where did that come from but it had just been brewing there in your mind but you just hadn't had the space to allow that amazing golden nugget to pop into the view and pop into your awareness so that's why i really for me personally and for a lot of other people just going for a walk is a really really good exercise for your mental health and your your mental clarity but today, I want to take the opportunity to talk to you about the scientifically proven health benefits of walking. And in particular, I want to start by talking about a very recent meta-analysis by Jaedi et al. with Jaedi and the colleagues. Then this paper was published in the early 2022. So very recent. So this meta-analysis sought to determine the relationship between your daily step count and all-cause mortality. So all-cause mortality means dying from any reason. So they wanted to find out if there's a relationship between the amount of steps that you take every day and your chances of dying for any reason. So this paper was absolutely massive. It included 28,131 participants and a total of 175,370 total person years. So absolutely monstrous data set that these researchers were looking at. So in this meta-analysis, unsurprisingly, they found a very strong correlation between daily step count and all-cause mortality and it was an inverse correlation meaning that the higher the step count the lower your chances of dying from any reason and the opposite was also true so the less you walk every day the higher your chances were from dying of any reason so to summarize the data 10,000 steps was associated with the 56 predict- sorry, oh my god, the Finglish, it just pops out completely from nowhere. 10,000 steps a day was associated with a 56% reduction in your risk of dying for any reason when compared to 2,700 steps per day. And 16,000 steps per day, so that was the largest amount of steps that people were taking in these data sets, that was associated with a 66 percent lower risk of dying from any reason when compared to only taking 2700 steps per day. Additional to that they also found that each 500 to and 1000 step increment was associated with a 5 to 21 percent lower risk of cardiovascular disease. So These are absolutely amazing numbers that you can reduce your chances of dying from any reason by 56% if you take from daily step count from 2700 which is not much to 10,000 and 10,000 that's not unreasonable at all like you actually don't have to walk for that long to get to 10,000 steps. So put these numbers into perspective and kind of, you know, contextualize how amazing these findings are. Consider that smoking, right? We all can pretty much agree that smoking is probably not very good for you. And according to data, smoking seems to be associated with approximately 70 to 80 percent higher rates of all-cause mortality, right? 80 percent. So if you smoke you're going to be 80 percent more likely to die from any cause. Because it's bad for your health. So, you know, when they say that being sedentary is the new smoking, they're actually not that far off. Because apparently, if you take 2,700 steps compared to taking 10,000 steps, your chances of dying from any reason are 56 percent higher and if you were smoking that'd be 70 to 80 percent higher so moving is good for you and this is not really a surprise because exercising you know walking it's going to improve your body composition it's going to improve your cognition it's going to improve blood sugar control it's going to improve your blood lipid markers like rest cholesterol levels and triglycerides it's also going to reduce blood pressure, it's going to reduce stress. All these positive impacts for your physiology and for your psychology, the mind and the body both. So giving yourself a daily step goal, it really seems that it's it's one of the easiest and the most accessible ways in which anyone can improve their overall health. And you know, I've been recommending my clients to, to have a step goal, of at least ten, sometimes eight thousand, but at least ten thousand steps per day, and this is—it's—it's it's not an unreasonable amount of steps by any stretch at all. So this is nice. That's nice to hear that walking is being associated with you know good health and re- reduction in your chances of dying. And there was another meta-analysis that I kind of wanted to bring up here, and this one was published in 2015 by Hansen Al. So in this study they were actually looking at walking groups, because you know some people they just don't feel motivated enough, they just can't get themselves to walk by themselves. So there are walking groups where you go and walk with with other people. So there were 42 studies in this meta-analysis and a total of 1843 participants. What this meta-analysis found, that these group-based walking interventions, meaning that being a part of a, of a walking group, and l- these walking groups, they lasted either for one year or even less than one year. Being a part of a walking group led to significant decreases in systolic blood pressure, diastolic blood pressure, resting heart rate, reductions in body fat percentage reduction in body mass index reductions in total cholesterol reductions in depression scores and increases in vo2 max and vo2 max is a measurement of your cardiorespiratory fitness meaning your the health of your lungs and the health of your heart and this is interesting because most of the studies that were included in this review they actually don't use that strenuous walking programs at all you know in general these interventions included 20 to 30 minutes of walking per day 20 to 30 minutes that's you know that's roughly 2000 to 3000 maybe 4000 steps depending on how quickly you're walking or how how long your your stride is so With a little bit of walking, this is like, you know, 2,000 to 4,000 steps a day, there were 10 risk factors that I just listed out that are all linked to your health and your all-cause mortality risk. And if these were able to go down in less than a year, we can make a pretty strong case that setting yourself up with a daily step goal is a very, very good idea, especially when we combine this data with the other study that I told you about, the one that showed that increasing your step count from 2,700 to 10,000 reduced your chance of dying from any reason by 56%. The other reason why walking is very, very good for you is the biomechanical aspect. So a lot of people don't think about this. But see, when you walk, with every step that you take, your ribcage and your hips are going to rotate in the opposite directions. So this ability to rotate our ribcage and pelvis to opposite directions is what allows us to walk upright. So it's the fundamental difference between humans when they walk in space, when we walk upright, and chimpanzees. If you look at a chimpanzee, What's interesting is that chimpanzees are not able to create the disassociation between the segments of their body like humans are. Their ribcage and their pelvis are always going to be turning in the same direction and they're kind of just waddling from side to side when, you're, when they're walking forwards. I would highly recommend you to Google chimpanzees walking like humans And there's a very interesting video that usually pops up first where they literally compare. There's someone walking, and then there's a a man walking, and then there's chimpanzees walking, and they're comparing their their gait cycle, and they're comparing how they're moving. And the fundamental difference is that the chimpanzees can't disassociate between the segments of their body, but humans can disassociate between the segments of the body. Now, what's interesting is that when you sit down for hours and hours and hours, what happens when you sit to your pelvis and your ribs? Well, not much, because you're not moving at all. So, if you spend enough time being sedentary, you can actually start to lose the ability to disassociate between the segments of the body. And as I said, this disassociation between the segments of the body, between the head, the neck, the pelvis, the ribcage, this is what sets us apart very fundamentally from the way that chimpanzees move and actually if you look very very closely to the videos of chimpanzees walking and then if you kind of go and think about someone I'm sure you've seen a bodybuilder like a massive bodybuilder or a massive powerlifter, you've seen seen them running or you've seen them walking around when they're just waddling from side to side or if you've ever seen a very obese person, for example, just kind of waddling from side to side as opposed to walking straight forwards, you can literally see that, oh, wow, that's interesting. It looks like being very obese, being very massive with even with muscle mass it seems that that's big enough stress to the system that actually makes you go backwards in time and start moving more like a chimpanzee so that's pretty interesting so now when you just when you go for your walk you creating this rotation in your pelvis and in your ribcage and You're able to disassociate between the segments of your body and with each step these rotations in the pelvis and the ribcage are actually going to create space in your shoulders and your hips and they're going to free up range of motion for your shoulders, for you to move your arms and for your hips so that you can move your legs better. So, walking is this fundamental maintenance type exercise that you should participate in every single day. You know, not only from the perspective of living longer, like I've covered in the part, in the couple minutes ago in this episode, but from the perspective of maintaining the ability to turn the ribcage and the pelvis and maintain mobility. The other thing that happens when you walk is that you literally actually use every single muscle in your body to some degree obviously not to that very high degree but to some degree and you're going to be pumping blood through the body and walking flushing blood around the body and getting blood flow to circulate to areas where it doesn't circulate to when you're just sitting around is really, really important for your health and your recovery because in the blood that's where all the nutrients exist that can be delivered to different areas of your body and that's where oxygen also exists and oxygen is very, very important to the functioning and health of every single cell in your body so when you walk around when you go for a walk there's going to be plenty of blood flow going through all the major muscles of your body going through in fact every single muscle of your body in a much bigger degree than when you're just sitting around and because when you're walking around you're carrying oxygen and nutrients within this blood that's very very good for the health and well-being and the recovery of every single cell in your body and every single muscle in your body. You know, when I take a, when I have a rest day from training, contrary to popular del- belief, I do not train 7 days a week. I actually train 4 days a week and once a week I usually go surfing. But when I'm not training on on a Wednesday, usually Monday, Tuesday is going to be training, Wednesday is going to be off and then weekends are also going to be off from resistance training. You can bloody bet your ass off though that on my rest days I go for a walk and I go for a pretty long walk because I'm not training on that day and I want to take advantage of this ability to recapture my movement capabilities on my rest days because of the rotations of the ribcage and the pelvis and also to deliver my body those vital nutrients via extra extra blood flow. That are going to accelerate my recovery. So there you go. A plenty, plenty, plenty of good, very good reasons to put on your headphones and get out of the door. And maybe listen to another episode of the Wellness and High Performance Podcast. Or just to give your mind a bit of a break. And try going for a walk without any external stimulation. Just go out and see what happens, maybe you enjoy listening to the birds, feeling the sunshine on your skin, watching the green foliage around you, unless you live in Finland, because there's no leaves in the trees yet, that will be soon though, because the spring is coming over there, So if you found this episode useful and you have a friend who you think that should move more and you think that they would benefit from walking more, it would help me a ton and it would help your friend a ton if you could please share this episode with them. If you have any comments or questions to me, you're more than welcome to send me a message on Instagram at CoachPyrr or send me an email on hello at CoachPyrr.com Com. I would love to connect with you. You also have the opportunity to rate and review the podcast on Google at Coach Puri or on Apple Podcasts. I'm going to put the link to the show notes to, for you to be able to review me on Google. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that review because it really helps me to grow the business and it helps me to grow the podcast so I can bring in more guests in the future. Other than that, thank you so much for listening today. Put one foot in front of the other and walk yourself to a longer life. This is Coach Putter. let's do this.